<laughs> beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. How was that? It was good. It was good. Came in very clear. Sing your song. I don't have one. Something that comes to mind. I only have the Johnny Cash version of Hurt. <laughs> I hurt, hurt myself today. Today. <laughs> To see if I, I still, still feel. <laughs> Hello, my little strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstitions. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern day entertainment and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. Now time for some everyday folklore. Have you ever heard the phrase, my ears are burning? This is usually said in reference to someone overhearing that they are being talked about. It is likely the origin for the expression would be the flushed feeling, hotness, or redness one gets due to increased blood flow to the face and ears when one becomes self-conscious or embarrassed as a result, for example, of being talked about. However, according to Roman belief, Unexpected bodily twitches or sensations were signs and warnings, dependent on the left or right side of the body. The Romans believed that if the right ear was burning, people were giving the person praise. If the left ear was burning, it meant that people were criticizing the individual. It also wasn't limited to just the ears. A flickering right eye, for instance, indicated you would get good news. A friend will visit or something you longed for would soon be seen. Picking one's left thumb warned of an evil event. So which is it? The feeling of being embarrassed at the idea that someone is talking about you? Or an intuition that defies all explanation? Tell me, what do you think? Strangelings, just a couple quick announcements. I'm sorry I didn't get an episode out last week. I've been trying to get new mics. I've gone through about three different sets, having a little difficulty, but this episode was more of a testing experience. So let me know what you think on the sound quality. Also, a couple announcements. I finished the website. Oh, it took me surprisingly a long time, but I'm very happy with it. So you can check that out. And I have added two new features. One, you can leave me a voicemail with SpeakPipe. If you're not into writing comments or leaving reviews, you can now leave me a voice message through SpeakPipe. You can tell us about an episode that you liked, or you can tell us a topic that you would like us to cover. And the second feature, I have added a Buy Me a Coffee page. Buy Me a Coffee is a really great platform in which it's a way for creators to receive tips and donations. 
I thought about getting a Patreon page, but I don't have quite enough listeners. And that also involves having to pay a monthly subscription. And then certain content is only available to those monthly subscribers. With Buy Me A Coffee, there is no monthly fees. You can leave a one-time donation or you can come back and leave another donation, however much you want and whenever you want. And this way, all of my content will be available for everyone. So if you want to show the podcast a little love, you can check that out. And all of the links are in the show notes. Hello, strangelings. I am your host, Megan, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host and husband, Chris. Hello, everyone. So right now, I don't actually know if we're going to put this out. If, it, if the audio comes in, then we will. I am testing out some new mics and by new, I mean old, but I finally figured out how to use them. A new setup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've had some big troubles with Mike. You guys, big ones. We've recorded two full episodes that were good. The first like five, 10 minutes in and we check and be like, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's working. And then the rest of it was crap. It was just like fuzzy. Yeah. So, Audio ain't easy. It's Why? not. Certain people will get paid big bucks just to do audio for things. Not me, but yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you gotta yet. edit all your audio and get it all set up for free <laughs> yeah. on your own. So it's been a struggle and it's been hard because I really, really want to put my best foot forward with the podcast. So I apologize. I didn't have anything out last week. There's been a few nights of tears <laughs> about the whole mic situation. But I did some tweaks, and I think we're going to try it. So right now, Chris and I are going to have a conversation to recap a ghost tour that we went on. Was it two weekends ago? Yes. Now? Yeah. We went to Seattle for our anniversary. And it was nice, one, to just be able to go somewhere. Because with the po- <coughs> gross post-COVID world, it was like hard to make plans. Right, babe? Right. I wouldn't even call it post. We're with still the, in it. Yeah, I know. Still in a COVID world with a COVID world with some what looser restrictions that may be mm-hmm. becoming more restricting soon. At least in our state. We found something to do. Yeah. So that was nice. But the sucky part was it was the worst ghost tour I've ever been on. <laughs> it was also the worst ghost tour I've ever been on, though it was only the second ghost tour i've ever been on <laughs> yeah. so it's maybe not matching up against too many things but the the other one went on in portland was amazing yeah i loved well it well done yeah and we appreciate it so much more now having been on like a terrible one right yeah it, they gave us an emf reader that was fun to have and even just to test in certain areas just you know to see part of part of you know this nice extra thing that you're doing with it whether you find something or not yeah it was fun okay so i'll run well i'll run you down quickly the ghost tours that i've been on and then we'll and then we can talk about a little bit about the portland one and what made it great and like what a ghost tour should be and then what ours last one so the first ghost tour i ever went on was in dublin ireland dublin ireland and it was amazing i went on we went on one together, my friend Brendan and I, and the first one, it was, a, it was like a walking ghost tour, and the guy was 
very how do I say everything was just very delivered like here's the history some people believe in ghosts some people don't we had zero idea what his opinion was which is probably like the best way to do it and he just delivered history we'd walk to a location and then he'd say well here they tortured people and it was bad and so yeah (laughs) and so then he would talk about different ghosts but what what makes that goes to our good as we heard the history we heard about turmoil we heard about like religious differences and and how that created sure. problems in ireland like the best ghost story you're going to want to hear history of the town yeah. and things that you're not normally going to hear anywhere else yeah some history and how uh, may, uh, maybe a ghost came to be in those parts yeah and it yeah. wasn't more than 10 15 minutes topped at one location yeah, move and it along, was, mm-hmm. deliver. Move along, deliver. Yeah, so that's like how I would say most typical ghost tours go. And you move from different locations. And then the second one was very camping. It was much more of a performance. And I don't know if I could, if I could talk Chris into going to one of those. It was... <laughs> I had to talk Brendan into going. I, I, like, I begged him and he was like, it looks stupid, but it was awesome. It was on a bus and it was decorated. And the guy dressed Dracula. And he had like two other assistants with him. So we'd get on the bus. He'd get on with his spooky voice. Do something like that. Why not? Oh, you would. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. It was so fun. It was so campy. And then, um, you know, like the, the driver also had like a sounding board. So whenever like, he would tell a story. Soundboard. Soundboard. Sounding board. <laughs> it's not a soundboard. Sound yeah. Thank you. He had a soundboard. So in different parts of the guy's spiel, he'd like a button and then you'd hear like oh you know you'd hear like a wolf or yeah all these different things or lightning and it was it was sure, awesome sure. but we still went to different locations yeah he put put a, that entertainment factor into yeah. it sure and we'd go Why to gra- we go to a graveyard they'd tell a story and then his little assistant would like be hiding behind a gravestone with like like a werewolf mask and at the end of the story bah! and like jump out and it was great it was so great <laughs> super fun it was fun and Brendan was glad that I dragged him along. And so our my third one was in Portland. The last time we went somewhere for our anniversary. Yes, the one that I was on. Yeah. So that, that was participated good. in. So talk talk like as your first experience. Like how was that? As well, it was fun. Yeah, we met up at they they had a physical brick and mortar location, which was nice. So we were able to meet there. That was and, cool. Uh, sit, take some time there to sit down and asked us the uh, our tour guide asked us what our belief level was for ghosts and be on a scale of one to ten we got to see what uh, how other people felt about that and where they were i would say most people were what about like seven eight yeah for the moment and then probably came around to me and i <laughs> i was i was i think i said three chris was like for that I mean, a three, maybe a four. I mean, I, I was like, I'm open to it, but yeah. I, you're, I'm, I'm not really. I have never experienced anything. Yep, I've never experienced anything. And, and I'm, I'm very skeptical. Sure <laughs> that I will. But it's still interesting. It was fun to hear yeah. what had people had to say about it. We went out into. And you also something like everyone is also entitled to their own beliefs. Sure. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying, saying it's not you're possible. You're wrong, wrong. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I'm. Personally, nothing has ever happened, so I don't know. 
It was so funny because no one said that. Everyone was like, oh, yes, 100%. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of like, wait, why is this guy on a ghost tour? Because well, like, like, he's married to uh, me. <laughs> maybe to have that experience for once. <laughs> uh, we all got EMF readers, which was interesting, you know, and the electromagnetic frequency mm-hmm. readers to see if we could discover anything at the different locations that we went to. And yeah, we went to, it was a walking tour and we went to different spots and just took in the space and gave us a bit of a history told us some ghosts that were there and we got all sorts of interesting history about portland from you know hangings to brothels to uh, native americans that were around those parts and so it was all that was all very interesting yeah along with some of the ghosts that came along with those and sent us off a couple times to do some readings the remf readings to have like our own little experience ended which i thought was very interesting back at their brick and mortar place i loved that that was we went downstairs into this basement type Mm -hmm. room that really wasn't anything except kind of like this almost like a cave where we sat there in the dark and waited to see if this particular ghost i forget the name oh it was like it was some female it was like lucy or right was going to show up and so we all sat there in in silence uh, and kind of called to her a couple times please mm-hmm. speak to us and so that was kind of fun to kind of be like we were gonna have a little moment to yeah, see if I we really can't bring a that. ghost forward and that was sort of a bonus i think to a ghost tour to actually try to have like a ghost encounter moment mm-hmm. yeah and that's what that was about that was so that has now become probably my favorite ghost tour just because i would prefer all of them to be that awesome the guy was really really great he moved quickly from location to location right wasn't uh too bold about his opinion yeah wasn't crass didn't swear a bunch yeah it was the it was so good it has very professional every everything a ghost tour should have and when you go on ghost tours usually you just get a lot of history and then like a random ghost story here and there it's not like oh yeah let's pull out a ouija board and see and tear it up it's not you just you get different like history like like chris was saying and the like, for example, the first place we went was a parking lot. And he was like, parking lot. Most people wouldn't stop here. This parking lot used to be the gallows. And the police would watch from right over there, that building. And then before that, it was an Indian burial ground. Stuff that you would never know. And so that was cool. And what I liked about that tour guide in Portland was, I think, it, I don't know if it was at the end or at the beginning, but he told, he told like one story. He, he also asked people like, what were your experiences? And people went around and shared different like ghost stories but then he right. told the story of like here's of like a ghost here's a ghost story that we can't you know deny or prove that happened and here's one there was a psychological ex- like experiment where they made up a ghost and then people said that they started to see it so i liked that he was very he he went he went back and forth so he presented in a way of like it could happen or on the other hand it could just be a placebo effect it was great he was so great got us rocket donuts we've been to portland how right. many times i was good about it too got donuts on a ghost tour i'm all that's another good bonus did i call it rocket donuts yeah you did say rocket donuts okay, which is not a, what it is at that's all that's a place in bellingham that Vo- actually is no longer there voodoo donuts, voodoo donuts. yeah voodoo donuts. voodoo donuts in portland because we've been how many times to portland and we never got donuts a good handful of times and we've we've been by voodoo donuts and thought nah i'm not gonna stand in the line that's wrapping around two blocks yeah it's so, like yeah it's like it's the place to visit exactly that was my Chris. it's still just a donut and so he like walked in and he came out with two big boxes and that was that yeah, was a huge part perk. of our tour yeah. yeah so it was it was 
exceptional. It was so much fun. That was really much unlike Seattle. Okay, so now we can get to Seattle. So that's what a ghost tour should be like. And then there was ours. Real quick, before we talk about the Seattle Ghost Tour, a word from our sponsors. Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. It's just me. Which is why I want to ask if you're liking the podcast and if you're coming back, listening to more episodes, if you could please leave us a review, that would really, really help the show grow. At the time I recorded this podcast, the number of reviews I have on Apple Podcasts is nine reviews. Uh, uh, It's such a tiny number. And I have way more listeners than that. I'm in the triple digits and I see people listening from all over the world, which is super exciting. But if I want the podcast to grow, I have to have more reviews. More reviews mean more people that are interested in these topics can find the show. More people that find the show, it'll grow. And eventually that will allow me to gain some income. And when I get some income, then I can do more episodes, hopefully every week, maybe even twice a week. And then I can actually pair the YouTube channel so that I am doing a small video version for every episode. So if you could leave me a review, that would be wonderful and you would be helping the show grow. Also, if you leave a review in something other than Apple Podcasts, message me. There are so many different podcast networks that I don't see because there's just so many of them that I'm on. But you can message me through Instagram or email me. I would love to see your review. And all of the links are in the show notes. So in Seattle, we there was no brick and mortar place to meet at. Uh, they had a location that was the place to meet, but it was, you know, kind of outside on the sidewalk. You could wait in the bar before the tour started. So, you know, they had that at least. Mm-hmm. And so it was just go out on the street and wait at the sign. And then so we had our tour guide come up and he was using a, a little speaker. Which yeah. Was not really working for him. No, so it was too loud was, and it was giving interference. Yeah. And he was like three feet away from us. So he didn't need it. So, and yeah, I, I don't really do probably well. probably just needed to speak up a little bit more. Yeah. I don't do well with like loud popping sounds. I don't know. Like the older I get, the more I'm like, ah, and I get like really yeah. sensitive. And I, I, I could feel myself involuntarily going, <clears throat> like every time it was yeah. loud. Ugh. So, the, much unlike the Portland one, the start of this tour was more about him telling us how. Oh my gosh. That his previous previous employer or boss had sent sent him him, a picture of himself pleasuring himself. Yes. So that was a good that that was was how he started. Mm -hmm. And that there was a good chance he's gonna be shut that their thing is gonna be shut down because of COVID restrictions again. Just really putting us in a super happy place. It was so uncomfortable. Yeah, it was the place. most uncomfortable. I was like, what? So like, Is he making a masturbation joke? Uh, and then we were going to start a ghost tour. Yeah, it was. And which, which it was apparently so uncomfortable. wasn't as much of a ghost tour as a walking history mm-hmm. lesson of kind of that area, which I was really hoping to get a, a bit more ghosts. I know. On the it, ghost tour. And he said that towards the end, too, that he was like, you're doing the summer and do more of a history thing. And, and I guess like, you what? should go on ghost tours in October is the time to get 
the ghost stuff. Really? Or maybe you could just keep to the ghost stuff the whole time. Yeah, I was like, cool. So you got $15 from each of us. $15 a pop. Right. And you marketed it as a ghost bar. <laughs> it was very, it was a very strange. He was crass. He was he very crass. I mean, you know, swearing's fine, but come on. But when you're you paying, professional yeah, here. like you don't know yeah. your audience. And I didn't come here to hear you talk about like, you know, your gross jokes about your boss. Like what the is homeless this? Popla- population is not great right now in a lot of areas, but particularly yeah, Seattle. True. And so it came up that if a homeless person came up to us and started bothering the group, we should all say guacamole to them. <sighs> yeah, that was his solution. Really did not work when a particular homeless lady came up to us and then wanted to fight everybody in the group because because we, we, everyone started saying guacamole, guacamole and her. aggravated her. And she maybe was even about to leave. And our uh, host decided to say things like, "Well, we we'll see what meth does." And then it yeah, made and her then she turn heard, right and around. she turned right around, and, and she like she kept saying, well, "Who wants to fight?" Like, come on, and guess. And then what happened when she came out to me and Chris? We did what you're actually supposed to do. Didn't talk to her. Didn't look at her. Didn't engage. Looked yeah, down at the ground, and then she walked away from us. Yeah, because they're looking for some sort of acknowledgement and in interaction order to go out and aggravation. So, and there's that. It was he didn't handle he didn't it very that. well. He said. Yeah, just like I'll stand between you and them. And then he pulled out his taser, which I do think it's actually a good idea to have a taser. But the correct advice would be just don't engage. Just don't talk. Make it like everyone just stop talking and they, they should just like pass along. Um, but <laughs> super uncomfortable. And then, yeah, so that wasn't comfortable. That was awful. The ghost tour itself. And we went to maybe five different spots where we stood for a very long time. Yeah. And went into some history and then heavy into his own beliefs and opinions about things which seemed to vary extremely in far different directions because he was part of, he used to be part of the occult. Well, I was part of the occult, which, yeah. I'm sorry, what? The occult isn't a religion. It's like a, a, we talked about the like like right. what were, like it was. It's a philosophy it's a thing that you can be a part of. It's a thing you can study. It's not like a yeah. group you were in the occult group. And then he said he left the occult, and so he right. was both saying he was a part of it, but also bashing it at the same time. It was very very confusing. Said that to forget the word ghost and think of a more oh as interdimensional beings. beings that there's a. Of this for sure set thing that the the science has shown that there's these you know different, different realities. realities and dimensions and that's what all the all it is is these people seeping through into our own and set it as if it was fact these things are all theorized uh-huh grant you yes they are it's a theory put out there as very strong potentials but nobody's proven that otherwise we'd be in a very different setup for how we are approaching all of this stuff yeah exactly and he kept saying things like now this is real this is a real thing and different dimensions this so let's Uh let's walk away from from the word ghost and say apparition or interdimensional beings and it was so he was the most contradictory person i've ever paid money to listen to (laughs) and would later say that he didn't want to be part of a another thing where there are seance where Mm -hmm. they're calling to a ghost because he 
since he was a part of the occult, he was more of a magnet for that sort oh of thing and would attract it and he didn't want to <sighs> affect it. And yet, oh my gosh. And yet, what about the interdimensional beings in different realities that are potentially, is it not that anymore? Yeah. Okay. So if it is interdimensional beings, then you being a part of the occult and mysticism and means basically nothing, right? Right. Because he was talking about a scientifical theoretic. Well, he didn't say it was a scientific fact. There are other dimensions. And yet, because I'm part of the occult, I'm more spiritually sensitive. So they're more drawn to me. Right. It didn't make sense at all, at all. And he kept tearing down other paranormal investigators. He would talk about TV shows and how they're all fake. Reality TV shows are fake. And I'm going to tell you why. And he was talking, he like brought out an EMF reader and he was saying like, it doesn't work because there's an antenna inside it. And when you point it down, it's pointing at the metal and blah, 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 blah. Like he was making fun. He, he made fun of reality TV shows, which maybe. But also, like, Chris and I have been talking about it, and who else is going to fund paranormal investigators? <laughs> Not a lot of people. Like, getting a TV show is one of the few ways that a paranormal investigator can actually do what they want to do. And then he also talked about mediums. Do you remember this, babe? Right. He was saying, um, most mediums are just out to get your money. And I don't know anyone that has a spiritual gift that only turns on when you give them money. And then he said... Oh, but but I I've spoken with the dead and I'll I'll pass along messages from dead relatives or dead friends to to know who who they need to be. It was it was very odd because he was saying, oh, yeah. most mediums are crass, they're, except for me. They're, they're very, very different back and forth about it and real strong in those opinions. And then strange. Probably one of my favorite parts of the tour was when uh, any kind of. Maybe like muscle car or oh, yeah. car would rev its engine as it went by our group, probably to garner our attention. He would make remarks such as, oh, well, like someone's got a small penis. Yeah. And would stop talking in the middle of anything he's telling to us in order to take time to have a silence as the car goes by, which I understand. Maybe waiting for yeah. this car's being obnoxious. But then to say like, that, pull to attention say to, it. to it about it Ugh. every, every time, every time. And this is why I think he was doing that. Okay. So I would say about like 70% of our group was really, really annoying. And like at the beginning, we kind of branched off. There was like kind of the obnoxious, the obnoxious. <laughs> bro, oh, your boss sent a picture of him masturbating. Maybe, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Maybe drinking too much before it goes to our group. And then the rest of us who are looking for something interesting time. to do. Yeah. There was <laughs> like a tour. There was a couple we were standing next to. And I looked at her like after he made that weird joke with me, I was like, do you think he's serious? And we kept just like saying stuff. And then as we walked to the next location, I don't remember if it was the man or the woman. We didn't get their names. They're like, I think we're going to stick with you guys. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of different couples that we kind of clumped together a little bit more yeah yeah and then there was another another couple and the the woman said oh i love ghost tours i've been on so many and we were talking about how each one is different she goes yeah yeah they're all different but i think there was like i'll call it the david arquette group because there was this one guy that had like a mustache and he looked like david arquette circa particularly late 90s (laughs) in scream david arquette as the character dewey in scream (laughs) Look up a picture. This is exactly what that guy looked like. Yeah. I have a picture 
um, like a group shot of them and he's in it and I'll, I'll put that on on Instagram. So check for that. And uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, I lost it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So I think because this obnoxious group was there, they would laugh at the like, oh, you got a small penis. They'd be like, <laughs> and so I think that they fueled his fire yeah, encouraged him. for a lot of this. Oh, he was a strange man. And he he also he said had, it used to be a family tour. And I'm not even sure how that's possible with that guy. Yeah. I doubt it. He was just very strange. He had thick eyeliner on, eyeliner on, which I'm fine with. But he also had because I had to stare. I was staring at him for a while because of what you do. He had makeup on, which is also fine, except didn't match his skin tone. And he also he like shaved his head to have those like, you know, like little mohawk thing. So he had this like tan makeup and then this pale, pale head. And it was very, it was very distracting. And he said at one point, like, oh, my girlfriend and I, blah, blah. I was like, you got a girlfriend in my head. This is all in my head. And if she wears makeup, she should tell you that does not work for you. It was very distracting. <laughs> sure. Maybe to him that was trying, but ugh. I don't know. What else? Was there anything good? He had some good information and I think we just stayed because we paid for it. Yeah. A couple of good ghost stories came up and he had pictures to show. I did like that part about that it. Was he had nice. his iPad ready to say. go and he was showing pictures of here's what the place used to look like. Here's that was cool. this person mm-hmm. that you, you know, used to live here and you know, the potentials of it and even had a recording of what was supposedly a ghost talking. Oh, that was cool. And he goes, I'm not going to tell you what it says because I want you to all think, what do you think that's saying? And then we like, I thought it was I'm right behind you or this or that. And then he, he thought it was actually like that area used to be predominantly Scandinavian. And so he said, we think it's in Scandinavian, but of course we don't speak Scandinavian. And then um, he said he had like a Scandinavian guy on the tour once, finally. And the guy said, oh, I know what that means. And he spoke like Norwegian or something. And he says that it was like, what's on your recording? The direct translation is, what are you saying? Meaning the ghost couldn't communicate because he didn't speak English. Right. Which I thought was, that was cool. That was like a cool little thing he had. Which is almost unfortunate for you as a ghost. (laughs) To become Sorry. a ghost and only know the languages you learned when you were alive. I mean, I get, I understand how that might be able to happen, but I would have hoped that when you become a ghost, sort of that language barrier gap wasn't such a thing anymore. Yeah, you just but are infused with different it, languages. Yeah. yeah. But I, I would like how to it think. still might be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, part, that part was interesting. Oh, and the, the girlfriend of David Arquette. Not the real guy, but lookalike. Um, she said, oh, yeah, I live in Ballard. It's all Scandinavian. I hate it. I hate it. It's just like everywhere. And then Chris was like, I'm Scandinavian. Yeah. <laughs> and he said it quietly at first. And then someone was like, oh, you're Scandinavian. He goes, and then you were like, yes, yes, I am. Most yes. of my family is Norwegian. <laughs> I have a very strong background in Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah. And did the, the test for it. As well, the what was it? I forget. Oh, 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 oh! The like twenty three and me. Twenty three and me. Yes, did the twenty three and me test and came up nearly all Norwegian. Yeah, it, yeah. But it's all Scandinavian. Yeah, it's like Norway, Sweden, uh, 
Denmark and a little Irish, I think, in there. But yeah, it was but almost like all 80% that Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm I like, am, I kind of knew. Basically. It was just funny because it was such a strong statement for her to make. And we went to the Nordic Museum. Oh my gosh. The next that day was so in fun. Ballard. Yeah. Crazy lady. We and had a blast. Awesome. Oh, it was so good. We kept like, oh, our dog is sneezing. What's going on? It was, it was really cool. And we kept saying, oh, we had, oh, he stopped sneezing. <laughs> there was certain areas where we just thought, oh, I want my future house to look like this. <laughs> like our dream home, if we could build it. It was, it was really cool. So that was nice because we like started off the trip with a weird ghost tour and then it just got better and better. Yeah. So that was our Seattle ghost tour. Uh, um, yeah. It was a shame I paid $15 for it. It's kind of how I felt about it. But what did we come up with? The idea we came up with. That after. we should do our own. Yes. 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 Who wants to go on a ghost tour? <laughs> with Chris and Megan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're looking into that. But there's like a theater here. And he knows people that works there. So we're thinking of doing something like that. But yeah, I think it could be fun. Because we love something it. something out of it. Yeah. Certainly, it wouldn't be a year-round type of thing, but, you know, mm -hmm. for a month, do some ghost tours. It could uh, be very fun. Yeah, I'm actually, like, really pumped. Like, when we first started talking about it, I was a lot more energetic. Yeah, so I was we like, thinking, ooh, yes, this and that. Ooh. We are so close to this already. We, we could do this. Yeah. Yeah. We're not paranormal investigators, but we research stuff. I've and had this podcast for a year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're Improviser. both performers. We're both entertainers. Oh, I want to do it so bad. I don't know if we're going to be able to pull it together for this fall, but probably next fall. And hopefully we'll see where yeah, the world is happen. at. Yeah. Ooh. But yes, that was our that was our tour. And I actually think in the future it would be really fun to go with another couple or just like another couple of friends so that good or bad afterwards you can get together and be like, so what are we thinking? <laughs> because honestly talking about right. it with you afterwards was the that's, best part of it that's some of the funnest stuff is like well what did you think about that what exactly. stood out to you yeah. yeah and having to be able to make that connection with someone that you're already kind of close with some friends is yeah nice and um we suggested so the same friend that i went to europe with he is now here he was living in europe and now he's back and we suggested that he that him and his wife, I can't talk right now, that him and his wife should go on a ghost tour when they went to Portland. And luckily they went to a good one. We didn't give them a weird one. And so they were like, we had a blast. And so thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was our experience. There are, there are so many things I could get a little bit more specific about with this guy, but it, it seemed like he was used to talking to people that didn't question what he said. People right. that maybe weren't researched in the topic or didn't know what the word occult actually means. Sure. Not to say that we were some sort of experts and we're like, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. No, but no. That we had some experience and we were a little like it, put off by exactly. what, how he was putting out his experience. Because nothing was lining up. Yeah. It, and it was like, if you're in that field, it's it's like a really... It's not professional courtesy to just bash everyone else in your field or most everyone else in your field, except you, of course, and your team. It was very strange. Uh, so hopefully we'll go on a better one next time. Well, of all people to experience it with, I'm glad I went with you. Love of my life. Same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully this test 
worked because it was really just a test, a recording test for our new mic. So I hope you join us next time. Thank you for joining me, Chris. Thank you for having me, Megan. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone.